0: I'm Matt Cerrone, and in this episode, I answer questions about dealing with trolls, the perfect blog post, and how to interview an athlete news channel is here to tell us the story of success success indeed so far matt Cerrone is a passionate baseball fan and while yes he did quit his nine to five job a few years ago today he's working harder than ever my next guest started metsblog.com where he smashed 300 million views i came across matthew because he was actually featured in a story on mashable he says to stand out you've got to do it well his advice write what you believe right often work hard and stay focused What's up, sports writers, podcasters, bloggers, and fans? I'm Matt Cerrone, and in this podcast, I answer questions about sports media, from producing and marketing content to building audience to digital strategy and finding work, all based on my 11 years' experience in New York sports, hiring and working with writers, building relationships and sources, and generating 300 million page views and turning a hobby into a successful career in sports content. Okay, let's get to our first question.
1: Anthony M. asks, how to deal with trolls? I see you always getting ripped on Twitter, yet it doesn't seem to bother you.
0: I'll say this, Anthony. It's easier today than it was a few years ago when it really got to me. Frankly, it's only been the last year that it got kind of easier because I started being a lot more disciplined with how I use Twitter, which is really where the bulk of it comes from. At this point, I have two accounts, one I use to follow news And then my at Matthew Cerrone account, which I check a few times a day. I also set up specific times when I sit down and just bang out some responses to questions and check my app mentions. I also go through my feed, respond to tweets, dive into some discussions and and have fun with it. But then turn it off and get back to work because it can be a huge distraction. So it's important to treat it like really anything else. In regards to criticism... I believe that behind most comments, even if they're harsh or something you don't like, there's a bit of truth. In most cases, trolls are looking for reaction. It's kind of a locker room mentality, and I get that, and that's not really my style. So, you know, at that point, when someone's repeatedly just breaking my balls to break my balls, I ignore them and often just mute them. Uh, You know, I, I just, I don't want to see their bullshit anymore, so it's easier just to do it that way. I know what they're up to. I don't really care for it. I'm not interested, so let's move on. However, if it's feedback, if it's criticism, I leave it. You know, I may even ask for details or engage the discussion, even if it's frustrating, because I want to know more. I always want to be better at what I do. And despite the nature of this podcast, I haven't cracked the code to any of this. And it changes every day. We're all trying to learn. So if someone has something to say, if there's a way that I can be better, and someone is, you know, legitimately, respectfully being fair, you know, offering some sort of criticism or giving me some sort of advice, I want to hear it.
1: Alyssa H. wants to know, what makes a good article or blog post?
0: Thanks, Alyssa. Well, I guess first it would be the headline, which should be short, direct, strong language, something descriptive, but, you know, honest and engaging. Then you want a a bold lead. To me, that's the most important part, a lead with your opinion. It should include your ultimate point. Now, I know people think that shouldn't, you know, that should be at the end, but there's no guarantee people will read that far. So you want to hook them early, then explain your point. It's also good to break up the post, especially if it's longer than 800 words. So use subheads, bold fonts, and carry people along in your story. Also, be sure to use transition words on that same point. So cliffhanger language, things like however and meanwhile. You know, I know traditional editors hate that and professors will tell you not to do it, but we read internet text like we talk. We respond to language we're used to hearing because, in most cases, the author is not trying to just tell a story. They're also trying to build a relationship with the reader. Also, use images, don't bullshit, be authentic, and don't be afraid to be vulnerable in your writing. I have no idea how many points that is, but that's basically what I try to do.
1: Mark M. asks, What are some good strategies and tactics for interviewing athletes or the guests on my podcast?
0: Well, for starters, Mark, if you're doing it in person, talk to these people before the game, not after. Before the game, they're more likely to do more wandering interviews, things like that, after they only want to talk about the game itself, and if they lost, forget about it. That said, if you get the interview, be prepared. Know what you're saying. Know what you want to ask and be confident. They can sense weakness and amateurism, and the answers will reflect that. Also, don't answer the question for them in your question. I'm guilty of this. I hear it a lot. I'll say something like, you know, when this happens, do you do this or do you do that? No. Just ask the questions. You don't need to prove to them that you know the answer or the possible answer. It's not about you. They don't care if you're smart or not. It really doesn't make a difference. They're probably not going to remember you after you leave anyway. Ask the question. Be genuine and interested in what they have to say, and they'll give you the answer. They will. That's how an interview is supposed to work, so don't mess it up by doing their job and then letting them off the hook so they can give you a weak answer. Lastly, have fun. Smile, relax. It's a unique opportunity, and you should enjoy it. Have fun. Thanks to Anthony, Alyssa, and Mark for the questions. If you want to send me one for the next show, send it to me in the following form at matthewseronecom slash podcast. Also, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to matthewsarone.com slash iTunes. You can get a link, RSS feed, whatever you use. And if you want to get an email letting you know when the show has been updated, go to matthewsarone.com newsletter to sign up.